0: Hello, Stuart Astle here with the Strategy and Evidence Audio Snack Podcast. I've got a two-parter for you today, maybe even a three-parter if we get carried away, um, talking about rational ignorance and value for money or cost-benefit analysis. The two things are slightly wrapped up, which is why we might go into it a bit further. Uh, Today, though, uh, the first part of what I want to talk to you about is rational ignorance. And that's a fascinating, confusing idea that even though I've been thinking about this for years, I never always quite get my head around it, whether it's in my personal life or whether it's talking about it in a technical sense. But despite the fact that it can be so confusing, I think that at its simplest, it's something that you absolutely need to know. Let's get straight into it. Rational ignorance uh, means that sometimes the cost of making an informed decision is too high compared to just being ignorant. And sometimes you may as well just make a best guess at whatever it is that you want to do rather than going to the cost and time of informing yourself so you are being rationally ignorant because that's the rational thing to do in making a decision sounds strange but sometimes being ignorant is in fact the best thing you can do to make a decision so let's take the idea of a, as an example the idea of a mobile phone contract now these things can be incredibly complicated the different benefits that you can get against the costs whether they're on two years one year um, the number of different uh, text you get and data and the call minutes and so on all added together and that's even before you throw in the possibility that it might be attached to the purchase of an actual phone. Now you can take literally days puzzling through all this and if the difference that it comes to is that you're going to save maybe a pound a month over a year then obviously you know it's not necessarily worth your time just to save 12 pounds but there's lots of wrinkles around the idea that it's just not worth your while informing yourself properly about a decision. The first one is that As with a mobile phone contract, sometimes it will be true for a one-off decision. If it's a year's contract and you're saving only £12 by going into all this stuff, then maybe that's not worth it. But if it was a five-year contract, you might be saying, hang on a minute, you know, I could be saving £60, £120 here, even if it's only £2 a month, so it might be worth my while looking into it a bit further. Repeated actions from a single decision might be worth it more. There's also the idea that rational ignorance might be partially true. So it might pay you back hugely to think about certain elements of informing yourself to make a decision. But when you've done a certain basic amount of information, then any further information, any further time that you spend on making that decision and getting information to make that decision will start not really being worth it. So you have to sort of judge the point at which it's worthwhile. We've just taken an example really in your everyday life. But obviously in business, this is a hugely important consideration that really needs some strategic thought. I mean, I can guarantee you that you do not know how much you're improving your decisions when you take them in business by getting that next bit of information. So to take as a quick example, um, I've done work in call centers, in contact centers, where people are either offering uh, sales, which means that you know for every call that works well and works properly, there will be a return on that if the sale made, or that are doing customer service in, in some form or another. Um, I've done some of this in the private sector, some of this in the public sector. But the level of customer service is obviously really important, and getting those calls right is important for your customer base. So what supervisors in contact centres do is they listen in to a certain amount of calls. They dip in and they listen to each of the people that they work with to make sure that the calls are going according to the quality standards that are held. Now the question that we're asking is how many times do you have to dip in to be absolutely sure that the calls are reaching the required standards the required amount of time. So obviously people have, you know, not every call goes brilliantly but you expect to reach a certain threshold where the right number of calls are going really well. But how many times should you dip in and If you get that extra piece of information to make your decision, maybe it's not worth it. Maybe dipping in six times rather than five is not going to improve your knowledge at all. And it is really, really hard to tell. And dipping into those calls actually is a serious cost. It takes up a supervisor's time. They could be using that time to improve all kinds of other things. They could be using their time to onboard new staff more effectively. So knowing whether you should stop and adopt rational ignorance after a certain point because more knowledge isn't going to improve your decision is a really important thing. Each bit of evidence can be really very valuable, each additional bit of evidence, or it might barely change the picture at all. The other thing to remember is how much that might cost. It might only cost a little bit to get an extra piece of information, in which case, well, give it a go. You know, you're not losing anything on the other hand. It might be really, really expensive in costs of money or time. So you've got to think really carefully about that. I also want to talk later, and I think this might be while there'll be a third episode of this particular podcast is about the costs and benefits and thinking into the future. So one really interesting thing that happens with people making decisions is how much do they care about whether it's going to cost them something in the future compared to how much it's going to be trouble to them to make a good decision now. So if you've got, and technically we call this in cost-benefit analysis, a discount rate, you're discounting future benefits that you might get from making a good decision now. So depending on what your discount rate is, you've got to be really careful about whether you're thinking about the cost and benefits, benefits of making a good decision in the right way. And adopting rational ignorance may be the right or wrong thing to to do, but you've got to be aware of your particular discount rate and how you visualize future benefits. So that could be quite interesting. So next time, I'm going to talk about cost-benefit analysis and value for money in a slightly more technical way. And then maybe at the end of that, or maybe in a third podcast, I'm going to relate those two things back together again. Now, if you're interested in that, you might want to go and look at the website, Uh, strategyandevidence.com, where you can find a little bit more about what I do and why I'm talking about these things. And uh, thanks very much for listening. And I hope you join me again on the Strategy and Evidence podcast. Thank you.